Ding-a-dang-doo. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. We're back. It's 2014, and this is the Fool's Gold Rush podcast, Parent season parents. four, episode nine, Herp Creek. My name's Craig. My name's Jim, and I'm going to apologize a little bit beforehand. I'm I'm on the, the, the cusp of being under the weather. Oh. So I don't know if you can hear it in my voice or not. Yeah, I feel all right. I just feel... um. I'm hoping that it doesn't get worse. I'm hoping that I just sidestep it. My mom was here visiting, and she was got very sick, and now oh. I'm afraid that I have the same thing. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm sure all our riffles are praying to their various gods yeah. that they pray to yeah. that you will be just fine. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm mostly bummed out because I have a really hard week of work coming up next week, and it's going to be doubly bad if I feel like crap the whole time. Man. It's going to be tough. You're going to be working double time yeah. for the same amount of gold. Pretty much, yeah. There's not... Not as much gold as I'm hoping to get, because I'm sick. Shoot. Anyway, I hope you had an awesome uh, Christmas week, a happy new year, anything else you might have been celebrating at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that was to the listeners, not me? Oh, both. Oh, okay. Everybody. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. When you think about it, everybody has to listen to me. Oh, <laughs> Whether it's you or the listeners. You are a listener in some way, right? I suppose so, yeah. But I hope, did Usually you have... half the podcast or more, I'm just listening to sure. you pontificate. Did you have a good Christmas week? I had a great Christmas week. I went home to New Hampshire and hung out with my fam. I watched Gold Rush, what was it, the Klondike Clash. That was a piece of crap. Oh, yeah, tell me about that. I didn't see any of that stuff. It's like three teams, the production team, Tony Beast's team, and Parker's team, and then they just did various challenges, and then they, in between, they, like, BS'd with Crystal, Christo. Okay. And uh, they were kind of douchey. And The production team or the or All of them. Okay. They were just talking like dinks, uh, kind of like bro dudes, mm. and uh, they had cheerleaders, and Christo was like... Like cheerle- in cheerleader costumes? Cheerleaders? Yeah, yeah. I guess oh. they were from like the 49ers or something. At least it makes sense. Like, yeah, that's a, you know, that, yeah, that's um, a good tie-in. And guess. then, but Christo was like, oh, these cheerleaders, I'm going to get fired. It's like, come on. It's just, it's, it's not good TV, so oh well. But uh, I did watch it, so I don't know. Yeah, so I had I had some time uh, when I went in between episodes of Alaska: The Last Frontier, which is I like. Jewel's father is one of the people on the show. Like Jewel, the singer Jewel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Guy, I wonder if she's also a singer. And he's like happen. a millionaire. I wonder if like that's party because partly why it happened. Well, he was already famous too for singing, um, but now they have this homestead. It's a cool show, and I also watch Bering Sea Gold, and I like to see those drunkards and drug addicts and a holes kind of go at it, and also find gold. I was speculating that and I haven't seen a minute of this show, but you were you told me today before we recorded that they were a bunch of just assholes for the most part. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they're just people that were kicked off crab boats or something. They're like, we can't trust you. Yeah, and those guys are like pretty like. I don't want to say they're shady dudes, but you know, some of those guys are some pretty tough guys, like guys that know know what the inside of a uh, prison cell looks like. Yeah, or a drunk tank. Yeah, yeah. So these guys can't do that. Like, get off my boat! Like, I can't trust you. Yeah, well, they're constantly changing crews, and the boats are all changing, and like who owns which boat, and like uh, like borrowed money and time, and then people like calling up like what the loans are early and getting mad and like strong arming people and it sounds interesting it, it is sort of interesting yeah i i blasted through a few episodes of that as i was sipping my my scotch when back at home in new hampshire it's great in between runs so you got to watch a lot of alaska and gold programming yeah in some well, cases it was both i felt well i had some time and also for me since i don't have cable i have to purchase it on itunes if i want to watch some of the new episodes oh right but yeah. my parents had cable and dvr so i just, just watched I just, them and all. i did some of them on demand that's cool yeah it's good 
I'm going to be in that boat soon. I got an Apple TV, and I think I'm going to be cutting the cord on the cable very yeah. soon. Either way, you know, you, you take advantage of it if you can, if you don't have to pay for it on iTunes. But either way, just cutting the cord and getting Netflix and Hulu and, and whatnot. Yeah, we'll just be buying Gold It'll Rush It'll still shows. be way cheaper. Than, yeah, uh, just cheaper than the, than getting cable. What does Gold Rush on iTunes run like a dollar twenty nine or something? An two bucks, two bucks for, an episode for like standard. Like I think it's four or, or seven twenty or something, and then it's like three bucks per episode for H Super HD. Oh, that's more than I would think. Yeah, it but it 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 does sort of add up, but not as much as like just regular. Well, say so, yeah, it's like I mean, Gold Rush will cost me twelve dollars a month to mm-hmm. watch, but I'm I'm going to be saving over a hundred dollars a month. By cutting cable. Yeah. So Discovery is not on Hulu Plus or anything like no. that. No. That's a shame. Yeah. I wonder, they run shows on their website, don't they? Or do they only run clips? They, I don't know if they run shows. Huh. Um, well, anyway, this is, I'm sure this is fascinating to listeners, but. Yeah. The well, fact it's hard is, to say. The Apple it, TV, I guess you can, you can mirror from your iPad to watch those shows if you wish. And I can mirror my desktop, too, which I discovered even on the NFL package, which I was originally told ooh, ooh. couldn't be done. I was able to get it to You've work. Done it. I've done it. Well, it's pretty easy too. Hey, it's great. It's just a good value. I love the Apple TV. I've only had it for a week, and I'm already like super psyched about yeah, it. For me, it's pretty awesome. I got mine on Super Bowl Sunday last year. Oh, yeah. It's pretty rad. It's a, it works really good. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting transition not having cable. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I mean, and I might go. I might kind of go halfway and then just do like the look. I want to get rid of the cable boxes in the two bedrooms. So we don't use them ever. Mm-hmm. And I want to keep the DVR in the living room, but we only want the most basic possible cable package of, like, the 15 channels. Like, we might just do that. Yeah. Depending on what that costs. If they're like, look, you can get that for 20 bucks a month, they just be like, all right, fine. Yeah. That's hard to and say. And Discovery might come in in one of those, and just then I wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah. No, no, no we'll we'll I probably wouldn't. Those are it's kind of more of a premium thing. But who knows? What What do I know? I Hey, I cut the cord in 2008. I'm a trendsetter. You never look back. Oh, yeah. So I should do that, too. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway, let's talk about the episode at hand. Okay, um, Gold Rush. I, I, there was, this episode was, I'm going to give this uh, a rating all, already. This okay. episode was okay. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, um, I guess it gets us another setting the table episode, but not even really. It was just a transition. It didn't feel like a good follow-up to the mid Series mid season finale that we were yeah. calling two weeks ago's episode. It feels more just like it's like, oh, it's just another one. Yeah, we can just say right out no Jack Hoffman, no Tony Beats. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no Jack, no Tony. Maybe they're well, hopefully they're really setting Jack up. He'll, he'll come up. No in, Thurber? It, no Thurber. No Mitch? Oh, maybe Mitch appeared for a second. Yeah, yeah but... maybe a sec. Yeah. Yep. Gene. But those was some Gene. Hey, Gene. Gene got to have the most epic moment of the whole episode. That <laughs> yeah. music was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, <laughs> they, so you knew that's why I was laughing. Oh, because <laughs> I was laughing too. I, as you were laughing, I was writing down in all caps, "very epic music." <laughs> yeah, so, like it, it's epi- like, it, maybe as it's ever been. It was yeah. like. Yeah, totally. In the end, they're just like driving up a hill. You yeah, know? they got up a hill. It's like a you know a big accomplishment, I suppose. This truck the is weight. five times more than his truck was rated to tow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Good thing he had that Turberg ring rig. I'm surprised they didn't like really like pump like his Ford F one fifty. Is that your there's some kind oh, of yeah. specific kind of thing like that? Yeah, that wouldn't put it past them to have that kind of product placement. Yeah, who is it? Who does the Dodge Ram? Doesn't doesn't Mike Rowe do that? Maybe that would be a lot of conflicts. Oh yeah, that's interesting. 
Yeah, I think. Oh, I think now that you say that, yeah, I'm Dennis not sure. Dennis Leary but, yeah. does do, maybe Dodge or whatever. And... Dennis Leary is the Ford. Oh, okay. for sure, Ford Tough. Yeah. How about an F one fifty, buddy? Whoa. Okay. Jeez, hey, listen Dennis. here, pal. Hey, hey, I'm just trying to watch a commercial here. I'm going to get a Civic. I think. I think it's the best economically for me. I bought a Toyota Corolla in the end of 2013. I don't yeah. know if we talked about that. It's a, it's a fine little automobile. I like it. Yeah. Hey, listeners. If you're fans of cars, you got to get that Toyota Corolla S Sport. I realize I did a good job because it's the one they show in every commercial, like the exact one I have, like uh-huh. that color and everything. It's like the one. Yeah. So now, I got the one. Well, did you do a good job or did you just fall right into the The salesman trap? directed me towards that one. <laughs> yeah. But I saw it. We were driving around some, like looking at some other cars and I saw that. Like, what about that blue one? That looks awesome. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, let's take a look. Yeah. You said you didn't want the S package, but here, let's take a look at the S. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I'll drive this. I'll just, let me just try driving it. And he's like, I like this a lot. And well, I, if, turn- it, if it doesn't turn out to be a good car, you can say you got the shit package. It's true. Yeah, the Corolla shit. This is shit. So anyway. Yeah. All right. So Sorry. Geez. A lot of digressions this week. I think I'm loopy. I'm having a hard oh, time. Oh boy. Focusing. Well, I'll try to. I'll you try to rein me in. in. Yeah. Um. So we want, who do you want to start with here? Let's talk about Parker. I guess we were just talking about him a little. Sure. Bit. Yeah. Um. So Little Blue is dead. Yeah. He in um. Fred Dodge is there. Yeah. Which I was confused about. Yeah. Was he? He was in Guyana. He Probably also on around. his vacation. Yeah. Maybe, but I think yeah. he lives in the Klondike, so I think he maybe just yeah. was there. It seemed like it seemed like to me that he had bought. Big Red, so Big Red belongs to Freddie Dodge. They alluded to the fact that maybe Todd never owned it. Maybe it was always Fred uh, Dodge's. Yeah. It was his way of getting his MSI mining whatever on TV. Oh. I mean, they didn't smart. say any of this, but I was thinking about this. Like, oh. maybe that's why. Yeah. Hey, any way to keep M. Shaw off your back? I'm just, that doesn't really have any context there. I just wanted to yell out M. M. Shaw. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, so did it, yeah, it was very um, wink wink. Mm-hmm. With the 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 big red thing, but it seemed to me like Fred Dodge is in control of Big Red, mm-hmm. and then Parker's like, you know, I can't afford that, and he's like, you know what? Why don't I just lease you for the season, then we'll work it out later. Which could be give me everything you made because it cost this much. Well, I don't know what they're gonna do. It, it, seemed, it seemed like it was nice. a good like I'm gonna help out this kid. Yeah, and if he even just takes a percentage or something, yeah. like, that's better than nothing, and that's yeah. like a double the capacity. So I think it's a win win. I think so too. You know? And Todd would have been like, I need you know. Todd's like trying to get a shitload of money for uh for Little Blue, who's a piece of that's junk. now totally debt. Like it is debt. gone. Todd, what a swindler! Yeah, he kind of swindling. I mean, it worked, I guess, but he got the cash from from the from Parker, but Parker now has to does no wash plant that he actually owns, yeah. the one that works anyway. But who? But but anyway. Yeah. So yeah, so they got the lease. Thought it was nice. Uh, win win, as we said. I was happy that Fred yeah. Dodge was there and then was being cool about it. Yeah, I like Fred Dodge. Yeah, and thumbs up. I give him. I give him one gold statuette over an, shaped like an Oscar with a with a <laughs> helmet on it. Very creative. Yes. Um. But then the real trick is you got to get you got to get Big Red up that big hill. And uh, and also loaded onto the the. Mm-hmm. Well, they had to go. They basically went to go talk to um, Guy Favron. Guy Favron, because they have to yeah. go thirty thirty five miles. It sounds like something from Kroll Show. I know Guy Favron, and uh, the guy tried to drive a hard bargain. Like, well, we've got the truck. I don't know if we've got the time. Mm-hmm. But then, like, in he's the like end, yeah, we he's can like, help you. Well, yeah, you don't want. I hate to see guys losing sluice time. I mean, it could have been like, well, I got the truck. I don't know if I have the time. It's like, well, how about this thousand dollars? You have time for that? It's like, yeah, yeah okay, Ooh. we'll do that. <laughs> um. 
and loading. I just wrote loading it on the truck is a pain in the ass. So this is like two acts of like content of them loading yeah. it on the truck, yeah. but it's ultimately it's just of course it's a pain in the ass. We've learned if we've learned nothing in four years of Gold Rush, it's that putting heavy equipment onto trucks is hard to do. Yeah, really. My goal, my my note was loading and moving big red. That was it. Yeah, it's tough. They had to push <clears throat> it with the excavator at one point with the truck to make sure it was square. Yeah, and then they started moving. And um, yeah, the, the big, the first truck with the the big part of the wash plant gets up the hill, and it's like crazy. But then the the truck behind can't make it; it has the conveyor belts. It's because they can't get enough traction on the back wheels, I guess. Yes, or, or the yeah, front or wheel too low, or something. Or maybe it's they can't get traction on the front wheel, so they can't. Yeah. It was like too heavy on the bottom, so the truck was like lifting up off the ground or something. Oh so yeah, to me it looked like they had a blowout. The way it was, that's what I thought I too. I thought they blew a tire out. Yeah, and the way it was shot. Yeah, for sure. I think we got a blowout. So then in comes Gene Cheeseman to the yeah, rescue. we talked about, which is cool. Yeah, Gene in his truck. This is literally eight times what his truck is rated for. Let me pull the slack in before you got going. God damn it. Yeah, come on. God. Don't fuck me on this one. Yeah, yeah this is a lease. <laughs> I never should have got a lease. <laughs> my damn wife talked me into I mean, it. Yeah. I like to own. I'm in under my, I'm in over my head on this one. I'm like tens of thousands of dollars over the, or tens of thousands of miles over what I'm supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know why at least that I'm punishing this truck. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to get the deposit back. <laughs> no. I blame myself. I know I like to blame my wife, but, you know, she's a, she's a diamond in the rough. She's a saint. Yeah. And I like to get into the rough sometimes. Hey. Uh, no, let's not do that. I'm real cheesed off. <laughs> lovers will be lovers, and Gene will definitely be cheesed off. Ooh. Gene's a man. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's a complicated man, and no one understands him but nope. his woman. Yep. Gene Cheeseman. Yeah, he's an enigma. A mystery to be unraveled, if you so choose. He's got his, uh, the, uh, his pants are very loose-fitting. I always notice that like, by like the cuffs, they're very loose. Because hmm. he's a, he's a big man, he has the suspenders that look mm -hmm. to keeps it up. But I noticed, I've noticed like the bottom of his jeans are very very loose. Yeah, well, it's like miners' pants. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't, that. I'm not like criticizing. I'm just yeah. saying a fact. Yes, yeah. Well, you know, get a little allow some air up in there that flops around. Yeah, air your stuff out a little bit. Yeah, you got to if you're not washing for months, <laughs> week weeks at a time. So they a heater. <laughs> Burn a hole through my drawers. <laughs> oh, God. I was reading my book. <laughs> so, so they get the truck up the hill. It works with the epic music, as we said. Gene yeah. pulling with the truck, and it was like, wow, I can't believe it. And then they finally get to Scribner, but then they get to this really tough turn, and they can't turn around. They go up the embankment, and they're worried that the wash plant's going to fall over, but then it doesn't. Yeah, and then they get there, and then it's very exciting, and I'm looking forward to see if they get a bunch of gold. Yeah, I think that's it for parkour. Yeah, it's really. I mean, the entire story was well, wash plant's broken, mm -hmm. and I need a new one. And he got it, and they moved it. They got a new one and moved it. So I mean, I'm still I'm curious to see how much gold he's going to get. He's already got over a hundred thousand. Um, yeah. No, no, sorry, a hundred ounces. Yeah. Uh, something like that. I'm not sure. And this the the key thing is with this. He was put when he broke little blue. He's pushing a hundred yards an hour, which was like way over what it can do. This. Big Red can easily handle 180 yards an hour, so yeah. he's going to be doing real so good. So then Tony Beats will be happy, too. you got to get the yardage, man. <laughs> I actually saw what a preview fuck? for next week's episode before we watched this week's <clears> one <throat> accidentally, and it was Tony Beats being like, 
If you want, if you want to give you more land next year, you have to run more dirt. It's again, simple as that. Again with this? And more of it. Yeah, he's basically like telling him, like, look, dude, I'm not going to lease you more land. Well, I just turned into um, the guy from this. I'm not going to lease you more land legally. <laughs> I don't... What is that? Remember the guy who, I forget his name now, the guy who made the, oh, the turbo trauma? Oh, yes. Well, not legally. <laughs> it's not, you can't legally say that's my fault, Todd. <laughs> Well, if I leased you more land, you can legally <laughs> mine it. All right, anyway. Uh, well, so hopefully that works out good for him. I don't know. I mean, I we'll see. Yeah. I think he's going to be just fine. I don't think he's going to get 800 ounces. I think that's crazy. I think he's going to end up with like four or 500 ounces, mm-hmm. well, which would be just fine. Yeah. Maybe be, not good enough great. for Tony, but. Yeah, well, Tony, he's always got to be pushing. Because then, cause in the end, it's it's good. Just get as, as much... You know, dirt through all that shit as you can. I mean, that's just more money for you. Tony, I'm thinking of him now. Sometimes he comes across harsh, but I'm, I think the way to think about him in, in the gold mining sense is he's al- he's almost like a personal trainer or something. Yeah. Where he's like, I know it's t- I know it's hard. Keep going. You know, Push it's like it kind to of your thing. Limit. It's like, do yeah. you want it to be good or not? Like, do you want to make a lot of money or not? Yeah. I think, yeah, that's a perfect way to say it. they're running there like 50 yards an hour. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's fine, but you're going to make tiddlywinks. Like, you're not going to... Yeah. He wants... You're going to be here all results. summer, and you're going to get like 150 ounces, and that's fine if you want to yeah. be like a hobbyist, but... And his 15% does also has a bit in there. 15% yeah. of more gold is more gold. <laughs> yes, sure. Um, that is a... It's very sound logic. <laughs> yes. 15% of more gold is more gold. Sort of speaking of that, I looked at the price of gold... It's down 28% this year. This year from the height of it, early last year, actually, of 2013, it was about $1,800 an ounce. Now it's at around 1200 Yeah. That's bad. It's interesting. I saw it's, the... Um, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go. What are you going to say? It's still higher than it was in 2009, though. When like the gold, when it, right. when gold Rush show really started. In like, the early 2000s, it was at like three or $400. So it's still right. super high. But, but it's on the downward trend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said it dropped twenty eight percent year over year. Yeah, which is not, like that's a huge drop. Not good. It, it, it's one of those. Um, I, I read this stock market report on the on December thirty first, and they're like they're like the market closed at an all time high. So basically, like all the doomsday kind of stuff from two or three years ago. It's like, oh, the stock market's going away. Invest in gold. It's like actually, it's kind of going the other way right now. Yeah, like gold is kind of like a bad investment right now. I mean, granted, if you had bought in gold, like you said in two thousand nine or two thousand eight. Yeah, you'd be, still be fine, but you still would have just lost, you know, quote unquote, lost a lot of money yeah, just yeah. now. You know, should have let it still, go. Your investment would be better earlier this year. Yeah, but it's uh, really interesting to see if like if it's gonna go down again. Like, what if it drops into like twenty percent again? It's like it's like oh god, like it's yeah. kind of like then Discovery Channel is gonna have to first. You know, we're overly saturated with Alaska stuff now with gold stuff. What's the next thing gonna be? Stock markets. Oh. Hmm. That's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what was I just going to say? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of a classic thing with some of these reality shows. Where, like, I worked on a show. One of the first shows I ever worked on when oh, I moved to L.A. Letter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, that show was about, it was a learning channel show. And it was a, basically, a, for all intents and purposes, it was a documentary. Even more so than Gold Rush. Because it was kind of like just following a different person trying to flip a house over the course of an episode yeah you follow him for like six months or whatever and like yeah there wasn't a lot of made-up stories in there i mean, I mean there's only so many ways you can make up them like redoing a floor i mean and, sometimes like, things were reorganized like the time was fudged with just to make it make more sense but ultimately it was all stuff that really happened and um yeah basically the first season was the theme of the season was no matter how bad they screw up they still make a ton of money because yeah. the market was so 
was rising. This is in 2004 or 2005. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, especially in California, it was like the housing market was just going through that crazy bubble. Yeah. So it was like Same. literally, it's like no matter how bad they screw up flipping this house, they're going to make an awesome profit. Like I watch people like make mistake after mistake and still end up with like $150,000 in profit at the end of it. And after like the end of like six months, like it's crazy. Yeah. Season yeah. two was like, you can still screw up a little bit and still be okay, but you got to be careful. And season three was no matter how hard they try, they can't sell the houses. It happened that fast. And like yeah. the housing market just went off a cliff in mm -hmm. like that season. It was like, it was killing the executive producer. Cause we'd like to have finality, but there was episodes we had to just start airing it with a graphic at the end being like the house is still on the market. He hopes to sell it for this much. Cause like, it was just like, well, it's eight months later and we have to air it. Yeah. And they still haven't sold it yet. So like, what are we going to do? It's like, we had, and they didn't want to do that. They wanted to have, even if the person sold it at a loss, they want to be like, and they signed it. Yeah. Unfortunately, they lost five grand, so it was a like total waste of time. But at least it's over. And like some of them, you know, we were worried about these people. We got to know them, and it's like, you know, they sunk in. They bought the house, sunk in like I don't know, like fifty grand of their own money, and now it's just sitting there, and they're just paying the mortgage on it every month. Yeah, and they don't even want to live there. And it's like they can't. It's a house they can't actually afford. He's like, that was the big risk of flipping. Is like, you get these crazy. Like those subprime mortgage kind of things where it's like, look, I'm only going to hold it for like eight months. So like it, that's yeah. before it actually kicks in where it's bad. Yeah. So like the idea is like you just get in there, take the equity from it to put into the house and just do all that kind of stuff and then just turn it around and make a profit. But if you don't sell it, you are fucked. And they got, that's what happened. Yeah. They should change the name of the show to put a colon insolvency. Property ladder colon <laughs> insolvency. Yeah. Um, I can't we can do solve a this problem. We can do a remix of, like, bring the show Property Ladder Repossessed. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> yeah. the new season on DLC. <laughs> Go back to the same houses. Yeah, anyway. Uh, uh, let's talk about Todd. Okay. Todd. Uh, Dave Turbin is back. Uh, no Turbin. I uh, was... Uh, Disappointed to see he didn't get my emails or something. <laughs> He's back from his vacation. Well, he yes. didn't acknowledge that's what it was. They seem very happy to see each other, though, so it leads me to believe that it was a vacation. Yes, it, that's what it was, and it's no need. You know, yeah. Dave left. Like, well, whatever. So um, I just wrote, he seems happy <laughs> when he came back, but then... And then Todd was like... But was now he's like, you're back. I have good ground. So that's yeah. why he's back. Like yeah. It was under the guise of like, I'll come back when you have good ground. And yeah. well, Todd told me he has good ground, so I'm back to, to mine. Mm -hmm. And then I said, so apparently good ground involves a hole in the ground that you found one diamond in. One diamond. <laughs> yeah, like we, he actually said that. Like Todd was like, we found a diamond. We've already found one diamond. <laughs> like, okay. Great. Ugh. I uh, don't want to upset you, Jim. I know you're getting sick, and you know, might be cranky, so we, I won't try to try not to upset you with too much Todd talk. Well, I was realizing that... Starring Chris Hardwick. <laughs> um, I was realizing that... I've even seen Christo's Twitter feed where he talks about how, like... it's it, it get the implication he's not happy about the diamond mining part of it, and I was mm -hmm. like... At first, I was like, that seems kind of weird. I mean, I guess it's, you know, not... The show is called Gold Rush, not Diamond Rush, but... Yeah. But I, I think I realized after seeing some of the clips today, they barely showed them doing the diamond mining, that ultimately, if that was what the show that was pitched, they would just have said no, because it's ultimately really boring to watch. Oh, yeah. Just it's just a muddy hill. You're spraying a muddy hill with a hose and then sucking up that muddy water, and that's it. It's like it's nothing. You got to suck up that muddy water. Got to suck it up. And then, like, you know, for the gold mining, at least it's like, you know, on this base level is like big trucks and stuff. 
Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like something like like the five year old in all of us can be like, Yeah, look at that big yeah. truck. You well, know, it's that's like that's it, why Dave is so upset about it. Yeah. Because he's named Dozer Dave. Dozer Dave. Not Diamond Dave. That's already taken. Yeah, that's taken off. Please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't Just do it. I mean, jump voices. over the creek. Jump. <laughs> So I, I think that's why I think it's it's just ultimately really dumb. It, it looks really dumb for TV. It was cool once to be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's how that works. Yeah, but that's about it. It's like it's just like it's like, you know, watching guys use a, a hose and a vacuum into some plywood piece of shit. It's really not that interesting to yeah, watch. And it it's seems just, super easy. It's hard, sort of hard for them to fuck it up. I yeah, see them screw it up. Yeah, yeah. It's like really nothing to go wrong except they won't find anything. Probably, and mm-hmm. it's probably it seems like it's very hard to actually pick a diamond out because it's like that guy who's been doing it for years. Yeah, it took him a bit to and do it. You see his whole pile of little pebbles and picking out the diamond from the pebbles. Literally the diamond in the rough. Yeah. Looks very difficult to do. Yeah. I don't, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I guess maybe they'll get into that more in the next next episode and show more of that. But I still get excited when they see gold in a pan. So, I, yeah, I think sort of – if that's true that – if that's true that Christo is upset about the gold or the, the diamonds, you know, I can sort of see that. Yeah. We'll be see. It'll be interesting to see. Well, though, so basically, Dave is like, "No, fuck you." Yeah, I'm, I'm Dozer here to Dave. Gold mine. Double D's. So I'm building a road because yep. we got to get this pay dirt from Redemption Creek over to where Passion the, Pit. I think it was Passion Pit. Yeah, where the uh, trommel is. The trommel. So he's and Todd's like, "It's not going to work, man." And for the mm-hmm. first time, I kind of agreed with Todd because it's like mm-hmm. we've seen, they, if nothing else, it just won't work. In yeah. The, in this and also, it's totally uncompelling to television at this point to see people get stuck in another road. Yeah, but. It happens. It would only be compelling if it's like, wow, we're going to lose the truck. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. But that would be compelling. Yeah, like when the excavator was like almost underneath at that, that one time. Right. Like, it was like, was it cool. really felt like there's like a real palpable, like, wow, they might not get this out. <laughs> like, what are they going to do? Like, how yeah. are they going to do this? Yeah. Um, so Dave starts making his road and then gets to a creek that he can't pass. Yeah. He thinks it's a swamp, and then they bring in Tony Melville. That's Todd's idea. I'm going to bring in this guy who actually knows what he's doing. Yep. He grew up in this jungle. He's been finding gold freaking forever. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, look, this isn't a swamp. This is a creek. You should just mine this dirt. Ooh, yeah. So and they then, start to. Yeah, man. He went from shit creek to hope creek. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's a gold alarm. So I was wondering... I mean, like they, they, where they're getting the dime, they're calling it Redemption Creek. I was thinking that was a weird coincidence, but obviously just Todd named it that, and then Dave's yeah. naming this new one Hope Creek because, like, no one's actually. It's probably kind of largely uncharted land, and like nobody cares. Yeah, I'm just. I was realizing that. I was like, oh, okay, so Redemption Creek. That seems a little uh, convenient. Like, oh, they just named it that because they're just, you know, yeah, three sixteen mining. Maybe the next one they can call like. Turban Pass or Turbanville or like any sort of mention of <laughs> turbans turbans would really help me, guys. So. Craig Massey's turbans. At, you, can, you can Google and they're. Anywho, um, hi, my name's Dave Turban. <laughs> yeah, see, that would have been perfect. It would have really helped me. Talk about G nut and like in uh, in under over his head with his lace. <laughs> I'm drowning here. <laughs> I'm drowning in turbans. You got a million turbans sitting <laughs> in a warehouse. Yeah. I thought that was a little too many to buy, frankly. <laughs> I wanted to make more money on the turbines, so I needed more turbines. you got to spend money to make money. Ain't that's that effect? I, yeah, it's true. Well, you know. Hey, if I don't make it out of this, it's been a good run. All right. Um, so he's stuck in the mud again. He's stuck in the mud. With his huge truck. With apparently, what, 100,000 pounds? There's a 100,000 pound rock with wooden fully loaded. That's crazy. That's a lot. Considering, like, they keep on, they see something like 100,000 pounds, like, that's a lot. Right. Then they kept on saying, like, 50 tons is like 10,000 pounds. I'm like, for that, like, that's not really that heavy. Right. 
Well, this was like also the, the dirt was so like wet. I think oh, that's yeah. part of it. And that was some wet, wet dirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's muddy. It's, yeah. a, it's a real base. It's a real base. And um, he's got to dump it. He also said, maybe it can't be done. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. He didn't say that. He did not say that. <laughs> so yeah, they dumped the dirt, and then um, basically then he just builds the road again using trees and dirt and stuff, which I don't know. I guess they've done that. I don't know. It was like, sort of like, why didn't they do that in the first place? I don't even understand. Yeah, it. see if they could do it without it. But then, uh, and then yeah, it so works. Then, then it works, and then we'll see if they get gold and diamonds and stuff. That's it. That's I it feel like they're going to get some gold from that creek, but it's pretty small, and it's going to be like, yeah. they'll end up with like 50 grand in gold, and like, it didn't right, great, seem that you know? great. Yeah, it seemed maybe they could just go a little bit above their operating costs. Yeah. They have the trommel there, so they might as well try to use it. Right. But at this yeah. point, it's like, they're better off just using pans and shovels. I think it's just kind of like more cost effective. It's like you don't find as much, but it doesn't cost anything. You just yeah. do it. We'll see if that trommel can. And we haven't seen that thing run anything really. It's or true. We did see it, and I think it worked really well. I forget, but like they just I, can't I still get like good to see dirt. More, yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I kind of for his sake, I hope it works out. But and mm-hmm. then we can watch Todd. Like I knew we'd find gold. Like, yeah, we did this together. <laughs> Look how much money we've found. Yeah. We're really, uh, we're really kicking the jungle's ass now. <laughs> Whatever, Todd. Boring. Um, want to talk about Fred? Yep. Hey, Filling in the gory hole. Hey, Fred. Uh, yes. <laughs> We've only got a hundred ounces of gold. It's real shitty. It's shit. They have eleven ounces of gold. Oh, did I say? What did I say? A hundred. Oh, they have way less than a hundred. They'd be very happy with a hundred. That'd be double what they would want. Um. Yeah, eleven ounces of gold. Real cramping. That's no good. And then Cahoon Creek. It's, Dustin it's wants too to expensive. go up there. Yeah, it just, would cost that to be a hundred thousand dollar investment. Yeah, that's just just startup costs. Shit. No so, thanks, Fred Smart, Ooh, Bill Gates. Yeah, what? So they basically, Fred is like, we want to, we got to mine a porcupine and get some money to do that, which I think is, you know. Feasible, mm-hmm. and then it turns out their plan is exactly what we've been calling for all along. I know, yeah. Just, Just plow radiate out from yeah. where the glory hole was. Come on, man. Yeah, I guess that was always the plan. For it must have. And... I mean, that's what they said in episode one, I think, yeah. at the end. Like, we're just going to dig it all. And yeah. <sighs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, just getting upset. He's reaching for his uh, his Bowie knife. He's just, he's just smashing against the table. It's... Wood chips going everywhere. Jim, settle down. It's an expensive table, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you're doing that. It's your money. Um, it is a nice Bowie knife, though. Thanks. Um, so they want to get a new cut up in Porcupine, as we said. Um, but then there's a shitload of overburden. Yeah. I'm actually feeling burdened by this <laughs> overburden. You know <laughs> you know that um, I, when I was going into nursery school, my teacher's name was Mrs. Burden. Uh, I learned that before my first day of school. So, of course, like any regular smart human being, I pictured that my teacher was going to be a giant parrot bird with a graduation cap oh, on. Oh, burden. Yeah, burden. Okay. And Mrs. Burden. Um, turned out it was just an old lady. Just a woman. Yeah. It wasn't a giant parrot. No cool hat. I'd learned some stuff, but not much from her. You learned how to have snack time. Yeah. Yeah, I learned how to open up a milk, sort of. I needed, <laughs> still needed help. <laughs> I learned about dinosaurs. I like dinosaurs. Yeah, they're awesome. They spent too much time on Brontosaurus, though, because it turns out it doesn't exist. Apatosaurus. Oh. That's the new name for it. Plasiosaurus. Mm. Oh, Plasiosaurus. Dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, no. A dinosaur's too big. <laughs> 
Presto Dino DNA. Ooh, wow. The, yeah, uh, little, it's like Fred. Yeah, I was going to say, that little uh, atomic cartoon thing. Yeah. The, the sort of Ross Perot slash Fred Hurt yeah. kind of <laughs> then cartoon. Then the mosquito gets stuck in the sap. <laughs> Bingo, bango, big boot, Dino <laughs> DNA. That's a three beer night. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be playing golf. <laughs> well, life will find a way. <laughs> Chaos theory. <laughs> um. So, all right. So the D Rocker gets broken. Uh, they had a problem with that switching thing a couple seasons ago, right? Where um, Fred like jury rigged it. it where was, he had to get the timing right. I don't know if it was the same thing or not. I can't remember anymore. Yeah. But then, what, he had the striker bars? Yeah, they had to estimate where to... Basically, the striker bar mechanism controls when the switch flips, so then what direction the yeah. D-Rocker's going to rock. Then they guessed correctly. They and guessed correctly, and fixed it fairly quickly, it seemed. It seemed that way. And then Dustin and Fred had a little bit of a disagreement on how to put the platform down on the D-Rocker, and then it just worked using Fred's way, which typically does work. Yeah, Dustin, it was a weird sequence, because Dustin was like, Fred wants me to rush, but I want to be careful. I don't want to break anything. And Fred's like, just drop it down. And he's like, fine, we'll just do it your way. And then, like, it worked. And I just wrote down, like, Fred was kind of a dick about it. Yes. He didn't need to be a dick about it. Say, just do listen to me. Do it my way. Yeah. But I, it's like, I don't know what the big deal was. Like, they should have yeah, just... no need to rush. Yeah. yeah. I think they just, it, that maybe was a little bit of a inflated conflict yeah. there. He just seemed like he was being a dick about it. And I said that Dustin's expression seemed like he was almost bummed out that it worked. He's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, Fred, yeah, Fred was probably yeah, being a dink. He did sort of push the cameraman out of the way at one point. Yeah. Well, I, I, just, wonder if I just didn't get enough sleep. Sorry. Yeah. I was cranky. It must be stemmed from some weird... I bet Dustin and Fred had some, like, blowout when Dustin was, like, 17 years old or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, he left home for 10 years and now they've made good. They're, they're friends again. Yeah, that's why he doesn't call him dad. And I bet you know what I mean. It's kind of like they're probably both really headstrong, and so they just get just well, buttheads all the time. The reason why he calls him Fred is that he's been working with Fred for a oh, long that's true. time, and like in different work sites. And like if you're working with a bunch of dudes, like you're not going to call like the dad. head guy dad. That's you know? true. Like that, that would totally like negate any yeah. sort of you know clout that you have. That's true. Come on, dad. Yeah, you're right. So Fred, hey Fred, Fred, Fred. Um, so hey, the D Rocker's back. And um, it's rocking. And then they get the sluice going. Melody talks a few times, basically just reiterating what the narrator says. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, there's a lot of gold in that sluice, man. Yeah. I liked it. That was exciting. It looked like it's it. gold. It's always nice when you can visibly see it before yeah. they run it. Yeah. Biggest, biggest, uh, what was it? Heaviest nugget, nugget we've yeah. had. Ew. I mean, hell, why are we even here? And it turns out they only ran the dirt for 20 hours because of the breaking of it. They had been working for a week, but they only ran for about 20 hours. Yeah. And they end up with 20 ounces. Ooh. And they said that equals to, they usually always talk about, um, they basically now they have $14 a yard, which is like That's great. fucking yeah. great. Yeah. Like what they, what Todd wanted 30, and that would be like to make that small operation in Guiana worth it. But this one's right. like, man, it's like how, there's like a shitload of gold rich. Dirt up in that bitch. You're thinking Parker's way. It's like running a hundred hundred ounces a, a, an hour or hundred yards an hour. So that would be like a thousand dollars an hour ish, mm -hmm. or like I don't know, fifteen hundred dollars an hour maybe. And then yeah, if they can get an ounce ish. an hour, that's about yeah, about twelve hundred now. But who knows how much it was worth? And like, I wonder. You know what I wish they would do? I have a feeling that they 
do they just keep all their gold like until the end of the season, or should they like kind of like pay attention to market prices and see if it's like going down, like just kind of get out, like get it at that the, the peak time? Yeah, I was does thinking it about that throughout too. the year, like probably to like you know from the beginning of the season to the end, like because that's because there's gold all over the place. So maybe what happens in the Klondike wouldn't really affect gold prices worldwide, but it's still it's making such a small dent. Yeah, I don't know though. It's it's hard to say. I, I I don't know how convenient it really is. A guy like Parker clearly is using his gold to buy stuff, mm-hmm. so like he's doing it. Yeah, but it seems like a lot of them. I feel like Fred was just holding on to gold. Although we never, he haven't seen the eleven ounces. He doesn't have some jar that he combined it all. So maybe he already spent that money on fuel, and it could be he just yeah. traded in for. Well, there was for a money. guy I think I was doing when I was watching Bering Sea Gold. They go and take it to like a dude. Or some oh no that was a different show I don't know maybe I'll, I'll look it up a little bit and it's see probably a little column A a little a column B ultimately yeah. it's kind of depending on what you need to do or, or or it might be like if like the trend is going up it's like nah I'm not gonna yeah. trade it in now I'm gonna wait yeah but this year it'd probably be better off like every month it's like worth less and less so it's God, like yeah just keep... down that much that much from the height to to the to the bottom yeah, yeah. I don't know. good thing I didn't buy all that gold it's scary it's gonna be a scary thing yeah hey so, like not only is it a hard job but now it's like Worth thirty percent less than it was a year ago. Hey, you like, get you gotta sucks. spend money to lose money. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? That's the American dream. Yes. Look, you can't lose a million dollars unless you spend a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, come on. That's, let's that, think about that. It's simple economics. Let's film this. Um, money spenders, the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, that's a lot of shows actually. If you break a lot of shows down to the lowest common denominator, money spenders. Money spenders. <laughs> Assholes fighting. Um, I liked what Fred said at the end of this. He was like, it's great to see gold, but it's better to go out and dig it. So he's really still is in there for the adventure. He's an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. And the treasure hunt. Yeah. They actually had a treasure hunt thing in the promo, and they I don't know if he even said it in the episode. I feel like he did. I think hmm. when they first started digging again, it was like, we're on treasure. This is a real treasure hunt kind of stuff. Oh, okay. I feel like he said that. I didn't hear it. <laughs> so it's what the uh, the Hoffmans always should have done. Yeah, state of porcupine. It's great. For t- yeah. That's the funniest thing to always keep coming back on. It's like, yep. had they just not fucked up the paperwork, they'd mm-hmm. still be there. Yeah. And we'd probably still have harness. Yeah, that sort of story. Yeah. Might, might well, hopefully still. we'd still have harness. Yeah, I might have, uh, yeah, well, the lover, the rock and roller. The mechanic and romantic. <laughs> James, James Harness. Dorsey uh, would still be gone. Yeah, there'd be no Dorsey. Yeah. And I miss Harness. Yeah. I really do. I bring look, it up. I lament look, about look this a lot. Up. Yeah, look him up to see where he's we at. We should. Just look up James Harness on Google and see what he's up to. Or maybe he's on Facebook. You might have a fan page. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Dave Harness and the Dave Harness Trio. Dave Harness and the Five Daves. He, he's releasing his third album, Love Harness. <laughs> <laughs> Very clever. It's <laughs> good, actually. Jimmy make me laugh even though he's sick. Well, speaking of that, just I, add some Tabasco sauce. I think I'm officially running out of energy. I think All we right. need to wrap this up. Yeah, let's uh, do this. Um, how would you like to rate this episode? I think I will just say okay. Yeah, let's I don't know what do that it. equals. Okay, it equals like I don't know, ten ounces after a week of work. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Like, yeah. It's Makes gonna, sense. It pays the bills. It certainly does. Pays your fuel costs. Yeah. 
All right. Well, if you guys would uh, like to, uh, again, sorry, uh, Happy New Year. <clears throat> if you guys yeah. would like to get in touch with us, of course, please send emails to oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. We are on Facebook, of course. Send us any sort of likes or messages. Um, and as we always say, but it's always appreciated, uh, we like any sort of ratings that you can give us on iTunes. It um, makes us feel good. Yeah. Real good. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess until um, until next week, we'll be signing off in uh, 2014. Hopefully, it'll be a good year for Gold. Yeah. So. Yeah.